Welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Clay Osterly. Sure hope you're having a good day today. It is time for one of our favorite segments that we do here on Local News Live with our KHNL's Jonathan Sapi from Honolulu, Hawaii. Jonathan, unraveling your traveling. Good day to you, sir. Good day to you as well. Hope everything's going there well in Omaha. I'm going to have a little treat for you here in just a moment. Speaking of Omaha, we're going to run through some great deals in a second that are round-trip fares there from the Midwest to other destinations. So if you're planning a vacation, Clay, you'll definitely want to listen up. But it's just an example of what the fares are looking like. All right, Jonathan, we may be seeing each other sooner than later and hanging out on the beach, so don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> Maybe. You got to get out here. Just bring your sunblock. Of course. Yes, I'm going to need a lot of that. All right. Let's talk about uh, our first topic here. Airfares continue to drop. What do you got for me? All right. Here we go. Here we go. A lot of people talking about this. Travelers facing surging summer prices can expect some good news as domestic airfares are expected to drop nearly 40% in the coming months for fall. That's according from data from the travel booking platform Hopper. According to the platform, platform round-trip domestic airfare is expected to drop about 38% to be more precise from its peak summer prices in September and October is when that drop is really supposed to kick in. Round-trip domestic airfare is expected to run around $238 on average, which is about $142 cheaper than summer fares. International airfares also expected to drop a little bit, 19% there. So as promised, I wanted to run through some deals I found for you, your personal travel agent here for unraveling your traveling. So let's see what the deals are shaping up for October from Omaha. Again, this is just an example of how those fares are dropping. So let's say, Clay, you and the fam want to go to Las Vegas. Look how cheap it is. I found these flights on Skiplag for the week of October 11th. I believe it's a Tuesday to Tuesday flight. So you're in the $128 range there to Las Vegas. You're in the one. 50 range for San Francisco, uh, other California destinations also topping the list. 210 from Dallas, which is sort of high, really. I think you could probably find a few deals out there. These uh, deals aren't including Southwest. So uh, a lot of times, this is a little trick. Uh, Southwest is not included on a lot of site aggregators, like travel site ag aggregators like Skiplag or Google Flights even. They don't include Southwest flights. You have to go to that site specifically to get those low-cost fares. You can get to Washington, D.C. for $200, around $210, $216, and Denver in the $200 range. Yeah, Chicago even in under $300 there as well. So as you can see, far lower prices than they were a little bit earlier in the summer. Um, and we'll talk about a very specific date. I might as well give it away. After Labor Day is really when those flights are going to start to drop. That's when the peak travel season traditionally is always coming to an end. We're saying goodbye to summer. That's the Labor Day weekend. So a lot of people expect once we get past that point, a lot of the crunch we've been seeing and a lot of the jams at the airports and stuff will really get some relief and there'll be a lot more seat inventory out there because a lot of people will 
be at home, you know. Really what else has happened, though, this is really interesting. I was listening to travel journalist Peter Greenberg. He's CBS News' travel expert, and he really broke it down. So what happened to a lot of people is they really just spent all their money on this revenge travel we've been talking about. Mm. Just over the summer, really, really maximized their new vacation life in this coming into this post-pandemic world. They really spent it all on their first summer vacation, really their first vacation in years. And then they're getting the sticker shock back from how much they paid for it. So add that in, just they spent too much money, add that in with just the natural easing of the travel strain with the Labor Day holiday weekend coming to a close soon. And that's going to make a lot of seat inventory out there for airlines, especially for the end of September into October. So that's the time to travel if you can get off in September and October, which a lot of people can't. Uh, But then come November and December, we are expecting those flights to Mm -hmm. pick back up So for that holiday travel. So if you see good deals out there for November and December, I highly encourage you to book now. You heard it here first. October and before we start to get back into the holidays, that's when we need to do it. All right. Um, so speaking of, if we're expecting some prices to kind of trickle down a little bit for us here, maybe it's time to, to hop over, uh, the pond, travel to Europe a little bit. And we're finally starting to get some more positive reports because there's been a lot of trouble with travelers traveling through Europe lately. Tell me about it. Yeah, lots of canceled flights over the summer. There's baggage crises. We saw bags stacked up, just huge high mountains of baggage in some airports. So here's the situation there. And again, price is expected to drop 19% for international travel. So keep that in mind when we're talking about this. But I have this update from the UK. Heathrow Airport in London said today that its limit on the number of passengers is easing a travel crunch there. That has led... Like we talked about, flight cancellations, lost luggage, and it's all because of that soaring demand over the summer. So they put a cap on the number of passengers and uh, try to help with this problem at Britain's busiest airport. And they capped the passengers passengers at 100,000 until September 11th. And they asked the airlines to stop selling tickets to cut the flights and cut some flights to sort of ease this crunch it stirred a lot of criticism there but they say the cap is working and it's really eased some of the crunch there at least that's according to the airport itself in a statement they gave some exact numbers that you can look up online as well as far as travel time it takes to get through security and stuff in the statement they released today well, and then coming back over uh, to our home territory here, we're, we're also getting an update from the Department of Transportation on some travel troubles here uh, across the United States as well. Yeah, so the uh, Transportation Secretary was just on CNN yesterday giving an update on the situation, which appears to be easing somewhat. Somewhat, but again, we still have some problems out there. A number of cancellations over the weekend, a lot due to weather, but also due to staffing shortages. So, the Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg gave an update on CNN yesterday, and he had discussions with the airlines recently. Here's what he had to say. Well, let me tell you what we saw over the weekend. Uh, There was a lot of severe weather, and that can happen, but it shouldn't have created the kind of ripple effects through the system that it did. That is something that, to me is an indication that we still 
uh, have not seen the improvements that we need, that the system is very brittle. Now, after I brought them together, uh, after the Memorial Day weekend, where we saw a, a very high number of cancellations, uh, I asked them about uh, more realistic schedules, uh, more pilot training, because a lot of this actually comes down to staffing shortages, uh, about uh, customer service, when something does happen, can you get somebody on the phone, and of course, how we can help, anything we can do uh, with uh, what's under the control of the FAA, like uh, optimizing the resources for air traffic control. Uh, but clearly, uh, the bottom line is uh, we're, we're not seeing the level of performance that uh, passengers expect. And uh, we're uh, expanding right now the passenger protections that my department enforces for passengers. Matter of fact, you can go on our website right now and weigh in on a, a set of, uh, uh, of rules. One airport uh, airline expert has described it as uh, potentially uh, the biggest expansion of passenger rights in decades. And we'd love for passengers to share their experience and make your voice heard. The biggest uh, element of it is the human factor, uh, not having enough crew, especially pilots, to, uh, uh, to do the job. And airlines, of course, have an obligation to service the tickets that they sell. What we're seeing is that the hiring has come back in most areas, but they're still short on pilots. So that was the update from the Transportation Secretary there, again, talking about that pilotage pilot shortage that the nation has been facing. Really what was happening there is there was a wave of retirements already happening before the pandemic and then the pandemic happened and there was no training processes really going on. So which really led to the shortage that we're seeing now. Fingers crossed we start to see uh, more pilots joining the ranks again, of course, and all of the training pick up because we certainly want to get back to what we know traveling to be prior to the pandemic, of course. Yeah, I had a friend uh, who quit his job as a teacher at the end of this uh, school year last year, and he always had this dream to be a pilot. He just had enough with teaching. Don't blame them. Great job, but it was just had enough, done it for years, and he did it. He already have his, has his pilot license in record time, really. He did it so fast. Um, he doesn't have a commercial li license, but he's almost able to do cargo piloting here on the islands. And so he was one of those people that jumped on board. It was a little expensive and a little tough to get into the flight school, at least here on the islands. It's competitive and they can book up and again, be pretty pricey. We will, uh, we'll of course, hope uh, that all of those young pilots start to make their ways back up there. Hey, uh, you know, transitioning into our next topic here, I, I've never been to Hawaii, but I can just about s safely say that there's no place like Hawaii. But we're hearing a, an interesting story coming out of China from a place that they call the Hawaii of China. Jonathan, what's going on with that? Yeah, we're talking about Hainan Island, uh, or actually Hainan Island in China. This is known as the Hawaii of China, and that's because it has some beautiful beaches and some rainforest there, and also known for its high-end hotels and shopping. So, Selena Wang is in Beijing, and she just filed this report about the situation, and I want to play it out for you. Zero COVID China, vacations can easily turn into nightmares. Starting from this weekend, some 80,000 tourists were trapped in Sanya City on Hainan Island. It's often referred to as the Hawaii of China. Now, some of these tourists are finally getting some relief. Authorities said they're starting to fly back some of the trapped tourists, but it's unclear how many are able to go home and when the rest will be able to get out. 
but COVID cases on Hainan Island are still increasing, with more than 570 new COVID cases reported on Wednesday. That counts as a major outbreak in China, where the country is still trying to stamp out every last case with quarantines, lockdowns, and mass testing. And it's not just Hainan that's struggling to contain new outbreaks. Tibet, which had been COVID-free for 920 days, has now reported 22 new COVID cases since Monday. In response, Tibet is rolling out mass testing. Meanwhile, China's far western region of Xinjiang reported more than 100 new COVID cases. Xinjiang's capital has locked down six major districts. And Xiamen City, in the southeastern province of Fujian, opposite of Taiwan, they've reported seven new COVID cases. Residents in parts of the city are now banned from leaving their communities. The highly infectious Omicron subvariant is putting China's harsh zero COVID policy to the test. These snap lockdowns continue to put major pressure on China's economy. Still, most major cities across China also require recent COVID tests in order to enter any public places, including here in Beijing. And our lives in China are still dictated by our health codes. We have to scan a code in order to enter any public area, a health code on our phones. That allows the authorities to contact trace, but also surveil in a very detailed way where virtually all 1.4 billion people are at any one time. Selena, Selena Wang there reporting from China for CNN. It's, as you can see, still a very much developing situation there. And you, if you saw those pictures, it really is a beautiful destination there, the island there. It, you can see why it is referred to as the Hawaii of China. An absolutely gorgeous place, uh, for sure. Jonathan, I, I know you've done a little bit of international traveling here lately, and I, I, I just feel like it's, it's the horror story that we definitely don't want to get caught up in. You go on a vacation, and then you get locked down and kind of stuck where you are there because of COVID. I, I mean, uh, I, I'm assuming that's, that's a real possibility anytime you do any kind of international traveling right now. Yeah, it's getting a little bit more uh, ease, but I know a lot of the Asia-Pacific countries still have some pretty strict restrictions in place. I had a friend traveling yesterday through South Korea. They had a 17-hour layover in Seoul, and they couldn't leave the airport because they were scared. You had to take a PCR test to get out of the airport, and if you get test positive, then you're stuck in a quarantine situation. So they, the way to get around that, if you have like a long international uh, layover, like a 17 hour one in a country you're not familiar with, there are transit hotels in many international airports and that's what they ended up doing is just booking one of those and hanging out in the airport for an extra day almost. So that's probably the best way to make the most of it. You can also, if you're stuck at an airport like that and don't want to leave, because you're scared of those restrictions is a lot of times through airlines and you don't even have to be booked through the airline you can buy a lounge pass a day lounge pass you don't have to be a member oftentimes they're like 75 to 100 and something bucks but you can have access to those vip lounges for just a day so that's a good way to kill time if you need to solid advice once again uh, all right, transitioning away from uh, kind of COVID travel here, uh, we, we've got a, a special vacation going on right now. President Biden just started his vacation. Let's talk about the destination, Jonathan. All right, we're talking about South Carolina. South Carolina, here is the president arriving. And I've looked up the pronunciation of this island, and I've seen several, so I'm going to go with Kiowa. So Kiowa Island in South Carolina. Yeah, this is a destination 
President Biden has been there before. Of course, he's coming out of COVID-19 isolation, and so he's getting out for his summer vacation. You know, oftentimes he goes to Delaware. He's been there 46 times already in his presidency. That's where he's from, of course. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about this island. It's really a very wealthy, wealthy area. It's about 13 square miles. It's home to about 1,600 people, and it's best known for its private beaches and golfing destinations. Yeah, so it's always been a pretty popular place for the VIPs. Look at it. It's beautiful. It is a gorgeous area, and uh, maybe one day when I win the lottery, I'll be able to afford to go there. That'd be really nice. And take me with you. Please, 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 please. You know you're on my A-list. Absolutely. Yes, you, you can definitely join in my private plane adventure to this uh, island here in South Carolina. Well, I can't wait. It's a, it's a plan. We'll do it. And we'll, even if you win the lottery, we'll do it thrifty because I love doing things on the cheap. I love making the game out of how can I get somewhere the cheapest and make the best of it at a low cost so all right to offset to offset it i'll just i'll hire you as my personal travel agent and you can get all the good deals all right jonathan. here for you anytime man all right thanks so much uh, jonathan sabi khnl out of honolulu hawaii and unraveling your traveling of course jonathan we always appreciate your time have a good one yeah mahalo